Marvel DC, Marvel DC, Marvel DC, 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 Marvel, 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 no, read image. We create our own realities in the words. That's disgusting. Hello. That's disgusting. Hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. Welcome to the Geek Chat. The Geek Chat. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Geek Chat, your weekly. Um, I'm see. I'm watching Rich get ready. Uh, yeah, but welcome to the Geek Chat, your weekly dose of comic book goodness. I'm your host Desmond, and with me, as always, is my co-host. Hello, Rich here. Rich here. I love. I love that you have this weird English accent in yes, the it, beginning. It, it just came I've, to me. I was I watching love, Madonna. He's watching Madonna. So yes, uh, thank you so much for joining. Um, we are the Geek Chat. We are here every Monday from six to seven p.m. on MixLR. Um, you can join us uh, and you can chat uh, with us and, you know, we like to talk to people and have feedback and all that good stuff. So please join us on MixLR. You can also join us on the Facebook on on the Facebook, on the Facebook, on Facebook. And you, you can sound like a 90 year old man on the Facebook and you can search uh, the geek chat. Uh, in the group section and you can join our group hopefully That's, it'll be there well it's there now we had a little craziness in which it was down for about 40 uh, you know, 48 hours you know i'm seeing this more and more in this culture we live in just because you don't like something doesn't mean you have the right to block other people from liking it someone obviously reported our group we do nothing explicit but somehow we were off for like two or three days, right? It's 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's 48 hours. And I must say that I was uh, shocked um, that Facebook got us back that quickly. I mean, I was when I was looking about who to talk to, because you can't call Facebook. No, you I know. Just, it's impossible to. So everything the overlords is, of Facebook don't want, you know, they want to rule, but don't want to, you know, have to talk to anyone. Yeah. So I was just like, oh you know we're not going to get this back do we have to start it over again and i was also worried because you know you read the um horror stories the horror stories about people who have like three thousand to six thousand members and then poof their their facebook group is gone so i was like please don't do this facebook but yeah it came back and and we're still going you know just as strong so you can definitely uh come to the facebook group and join the conversation please um, you can also, uh, if you missed the show, we always post it live on Tuesdays live. afternoon. We post it. Well, it's, it's Memorex. So we, so we post it on SoundCloud. You can search the Geek Chat. And that's where our, all of our older episodes are archived. And you can take a listen to um, what we've said in the past and see how we've grown, changed. It's said some better. crazy stuff in that first season. Yeah. But again, SoundCloud. Um, afternoon on Tuesdays is when the show will be posted. After two. Um, well, yeah. Two, yeah. Yeah, two to be safe. Yeah, two to be safe. And you can also uh, check us out on iTunes. You can download it there. And not the iTunes? Not the iTunes. 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 Now what kind of accent you got going on? I don't know what I'm doing on that one. But you can go to the iTunes. And you can also go to Stitcher if you're not part of uh, the Apple stuff. And, and he is working on YouTube. Yes, I am. I am working on YouTube, trying to get us on YouTube. I know a lot You're of getting people a lot of hate mail, you know, because we're not on YouTube. Yes, 
Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, and you can all, but we also are on Tumblr, so you can come and what? look for Tumblr if you want. Yeah. Are so. you posting the dirty pictures? Uh, of you. Of me? <laughs> Never. 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 So, also want to give a special thanks to our sponsors. Our first sponsor is Club Card uh, Printing here in San Francisco. If you see any of our palm cards or um, if, if, if we do posters, <laughs> um, cards or whatnot, uh, we get them printed at Club Card. You can check them out at clubcardprinting.com. want to also thank our house artist, Mr. Gene Gilmet, who just... Uh, got off of doing a uh, got a off stint. Of doing, uh, well, he, he was doing a stint at the prison. Uh, ro- no, at the at the, uh, at the Rose. a rodeo. He no. was at a rodeo. No, the Rose the Rose Bowl. He's a football player now. No, Rose Comic Book Convention up oh. north. He went and tabled there. Oh. Um, said he had a good time. Um, if you see, he's the guy that does all of the the little pictures of Rich trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he has more that he's going to do. I cannot wait to see it. Thank you, Mountain Man Gene of rltpress.com. Yeah, he's his mount. He is his hair's getting getting long. like a mountain man. I posted that like Bill could be uh, Gentle Ben. <laughs> so, RLT Press, check it out, everybody. And uh, those beautiful sounds you heard at the beginning uh, was done by our mistress of the mix board, Terry Miller. Thank you, Terry, so much. Who I gotta say, the overlords of Facebook took her offline too. Because of the real name policy. She uses her real name, her first and last real name. But she has a fun middle name on Facebook. And they don't like any kind of humor, it must seem. Because they also kicked her offline for a while, too. But Same she, time we went off. But she's back, though. She is. Well, she's back, though. So With her agenda. With, with, with her agenda. So thank you so much, Terry Miller, for the thank beautiful you, sounds you bless our ears with. And then we want to give a special shout out to our main sponsor, Whatever Comics, located at 548 Castro Street, located between 18th and 19th in sunny San Francisco. Please check us out on Facebook under Whatever Store, like our page. Um, You can check out our website, whateverstoreonline.com. You can also stream the latest Geek Chats there as well. Thank you, Whatever. You're welcome. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Um, oh, let me give, uh, we need to tell them about our special announcement for next week. Oh, yeah. Thank you for reminding me. So next week, um, we will not be live next week. No. Nope. Um, we will be taking next Monday off. But? But we will have a new show for that's you. That's right. It just will not be live. So that's you can right. definitely listen to it. And comment. Um, and comment about it, and we can listen to the comments later. We can listen to the comments? Well, we, we can, can read, read the, the comments. comments. Listen, read. It's all the same thing. It is. Um, but, yeah, you can definitely tune in and hear what we have to say, or you can wait until Tuesday when it's going to be uh, posted live on SoundCloud. But we wanted to make sure that we had something for you guys um, as part of the ritual because we know that this is a ritual for you all yes. to, to listen to us. And we're also going to have a brand new point five next week on Thursday as well. We'll be recording that. Yes. Um, and we're not going to be doing a what you talking about Facebook or a TV thing. We're just going to be talking about some things that have been bubbling under 
about comic books that we're both a little we just want to talk about it and maybe get your feedback on correct and then but then we are going to be uh most likely changing it uh changing up the format and we're going to be doing talking about uh specific comic book related uh tv shows that are going to be coming up starting because there's a lot there is a lot of comic book tv shows and we really want to talk about them um and we really want to uh, get your feedback about that as well. You so, know, you're not watching it because you don't watch them. But Fear the Walking Dead, I can't wait till we start talking about this TV stuff because Fear uh, the Walking Dead started. And um, yeah, that's the thing. We uh, so Rich and I uh, are making a list of comic book uh, related TV shows that we have to watch that we're going to review. So I may have to start watching some of the stuff that I wasn't keen on watching before. So I'm going to make you watch what heroes with me. Heroes reborn. Yeah. Really? We got to watch it. We're going to watch that. We got to the cheerleader died. <sighs> so, Oh, Oh, well, ooh, and, the spark just but went we're off. Not gonna, it got real bright in here for but, a second. But we're not going to watch Gotham. Uh, I can't take that anymore. Yeah. That was a pretty rough. I cannot, you know, there are a ton of people that come in and they really like the show and they're like, oh, it's so cool. It's and I'm like, we all this is the thing. We all have our likes. We all have our dislikes. I sat and trudged through that entire season and the season finale of that show did not make me want to come back for it at all. You were done, huh? I was done. I was done. Like Judge Millian says, stick a fork in me. I am done. Yeah. I. Uh. It debuts tonight. Uh, for all of you, well, uh, that are listening live, but when well, you I might, I might try to um, watch the first episode on, on, demand. on demand and just see what where they're going because it's the rise of the villains. Yeah, this, there's not even a Batman. Who cares if it's a rise of the villains? Well, I mean, the, the villains sell, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Wrong direction. I would agree. So, uh, so without further ado, let us adieu? talk adieu. Let us talk about some comics that we uh, enjoyed last week. I know that Rich, um, yeah, so Rich didn't really like a lot of no, the comics that came out last week. Last week's books, I can honestly say there was not one book that made me. It, it, nothing is the must-read pile. Unfortunately, <laughs> what are you staring at? Your little afro tuft on the top of your head. If you could see it right now, you guys, it is hilarious. Um, I did not really. None of the books, nothing hit the mark this week. They all had a miss. That's just me. I don't know whether I am a little cranky today, but the just something about the books this week, I don't know. Nothing wowed me. But so, okay. It, for, so it wasn't so that they were bad. It's just that. Well, there were a couple. Really there hit. were a couple really clunkers. There were a mm. couple books that I was like. Uh, why am this is my time? I could be reading something else, Ugh. and there were a couple that way. But that was because I remember what you're telling me earlier, though. It's like you know, this is my time. I could be reading something else, but then whatever else you'd read was kind of bad too. So yeah. So so in general, in your opinion, it was just a not a really strong week for comics this this past week. A lot of there was a lot of great books. I want to say there were titles I I look forward to reading, but something or other in each one just. Just made it a clunker for me. Just rubbed you the wrong way. Yeah. There's a couple books. Um, I mean, I have to agree to an extent, but there was a couple of books that I was excited to read, and we're going like to talk what? about those. What's one of the books? So one of the books that I was excited, excited to read was um, Invincible, number 123. Didn't see that coming, did we? Oh, hush. 
So, yes. So the funny thing is, uh, gentle listeners, I will be reading gentle the next... People. Gentle people. I will be reading the next issue. Is the next issue the, the reboot? Yes. I'll give that a try. Yeah, well, it, the last page in issue uh, 123 is the uh, kind of reveal of the whole going back in Okay, time. let me see it real quick. So I'm just kind of wondering... Well, let me read the... Uh, oh, yeah. Who it's by first. Let's get the important... Yeah, who's it by? Uh, who's so it's it Invincible by? from Image Comics, uh, number 123, 2.99 comic, great price point. And at the top it says, the best in superhero is crossed out and says comic in the universe, Invincible. I would honestly almost have to agree with this. Well, this at the bottom books. it says, look out, this issue is, an aw- is as awesome as the cover is misleading. It, <laughs> that's funny. So the, uh, it's written by Robert Kirkman. And the artist is Ryan Otley. Has he done every single issue? Uh, no, he didn't do the first ones. Um, but he has been the regular issue since like I want to say twelve or thirteen. Yeah. Wait, issue twelve? Issue twelve. So he's done so like, he's done over a hundred issues. Uh, yeah, from what I understand, he has consecutively. To, I want to say maybe like one or two. He might not have done, but but yeah, he's he's had something to do with all of them. I, I and it's actually really good art. Yeah. So somehow this man can do month after month after month after month. I wonder what he's ma- taking. What is so different that that this guy, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Otley. That Mr. Otley can do at least six issues in a row. But we got the mainstream uh, DC and Marvel that can't get someone on a book. I don't mean to sidetrack you. Just no, I, I think it's amazing that this guy has been on. So many books in a row. Yeah, and he's got backgrounds, and it's the, the so the colorist is uh, Jean Francis uh, Bielu. Who's Who's Cliff Rathburn? Uh, Cliff Rathburn is the inker. Oh, thank okay. you. And the letter is uh, Russ Wutan. Wutan. The Wutan clan? W- no, not Wutan clan. <laughs> Silly. Um, but yeah, in this issue, um, life for uh invincible and his wife adam eve and their daughter oh wait a minute hmm? so so wait a minute but he's married yes and they have a child yes so here's this book image is putting out that has a consistent artist correct and the same writer yes for all 100 all 123 issues yes and it's about a guy who's married and has a child. Yeah, and their troubles and tribulations about the whole getting married. And well, according to Marvel and DC, oh, I'm this sorry, they're book not married yet. I apologize. Oh, they're actually they're actually so they're living in sin. Kind of. Well, still they have a child. The point I'm trying to make is, Kirkman can still tell a story. Oh yeah. About a married person or yeah. a, a couple. Hmm, I, I'm pretty sure that that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> A thinly veiled attack at uh, Marvel and Spider-Man. I'm just uh, but uh, and DC with Clark. And DC and Clark Kent. Yeah. So yeah, this is a um, story about Mark and his wife Eve and their daughter uh, trying to get used to living on this alien planet. Eve exploding Eve. No, her name is Adam Eve. Adam Eve. That's what I mean. Yeah. Oh, she can, they hit it. Because she can oh, um, rearrange molecules. So she's change. a hero too. She is. She is a retired superhero. Yes. <sighs> the plot thickens. Yeah, and she got maimed and she lost her leg. And so during the fight with one of Mark's uh, evil nemesis, nemesi, um, who's Mark? Invincible. That's oh, his real okay. Name. So sorry about that. So anyway, they're on this planet trying to get used to it, and they switch roles. It's a role reversal because Mark is always out patrolling and protecting the you know United Planets or whatever it's called, and 
and while she stays at home with the baby. And they have a role reversal in which Eve gets to go out and explore the planet while Mark stays home and takes care of the baby. And it is hilarious. It is fantastic. Um, And it basically shows how different they all are. And it's just a really well-written comic about this relationship. And the back, the the it, and what's looming behind them is a war with um, the last one of the last remaining survivors of uh, Mark's uh, race, which are like super, super. So he's not human. No, no, he's half human, half. Um, I never, I can never pronounce the the name of it, but that's kind of how the show goes. Is it but the Vita Veta Vigeman yeah, people? Yeah, the the the. the Villa Villaminites or whatever, okay. but anyway, they're super powerful, super strong, can take a lot of damage. Obviously, having their guts and ripped out. If you've ever read this book, you know that there is a lot, a lot of um, bloody mayhem that goes on in it. Sometimes a lot of quiet moments too, which is which this is. The bathroom one would be a quiet moment. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yes. So basically, uh, they're gearing up to fight Thrag, which is the last of uh, the the last ruler of his people, as he's trying to repopulate. Um, his, Who's trying to repopulate? Um, Thrag is the, the the evil king. So he's going around getting all these women pregnant. Well, he found a race of insectoid people, and what you find out with with uh, with the species that Mark has sex with an insect, a whole bunch of them, and um, and what happens is his genes uh, prolong life, and so the 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 bug people have a very short lifespan, but because he is having um, sex with all these different women. You know, and breeding bug an women. army, bug women, and breeding an army of um, the Vitavegemite yes, people. Yes, and so people are worried. The planets, the, the the United Planets, are worried. So they're going to send a strike force to try to kill them because they found out where they are. Kirkman writes some weird shit. It's great, and you find out that Mark's half brother. Oh, there's a half brother yeah. thrown in. Well, Mark's half brother is he a bug? Yes, he's a bug. Go figure. Yeah, so so he's personally, you know, wants to find out because these are like his relatives or something like that or because because the, the lifespan is so short um because he's not part of the other thing exactly so his lifespan was actually shortened because he grew up to like his his uh childhood was accelerated up until he hit his puberty when when the powers the the, the powers that he inherited kicked in and then that's what slowed him down hmm. so it's a really and he has he has uh his girlfriend is a giant praying mantis bug thing and and you know the the mark can't get along with her and stuff it's really it's really interesting how they're writing the 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 dynamic of of you have a brother who 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 is half like alien insect and he's dating a woman who's an alien like literally an alien and and they're like trying to just get used to being on this planet so um and then what happens at the end I'm um, spoiling for you. Is they're they're um, on the planet where Thrag was last, and they're trying to um, find him. Um, and then, as they're scouting out the planet, he finds a uh, this glowing weird thing in the center of the planet, and then he touches it, and he is thrusted backwards into time. Uh, to the oh my god! And of course, he's on the crapper. To the day, Kirkman likes bathroom he, things. He does like bathroom. That's the thing, one thing I like about Kirkman is he doesn't shy away from what people really have to do. Like you don't really see Batman going to the crapper. Like you don't see Superman taking a piss. You know, you don't see that stuff. And yet these are like everyday people, and this is what they do. Um, but this is the first. It flashes back to the first episode, and that happened in the first issue. 
Um, but here's the thing. Mark is in the past, but he remembers everything that has happened. Well, we don't know that now. yet. Oh, you no, no, know he that does. From no, he does. All it says is what the... Oh, so he does know where he is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... So, so, and, and the tagline is when Mark goes back in the past, knowing everything he knows about what his, what his father is going to do, mm. is he going to stop him? Mm. Because his father killed everyone, all the superheroes, although he was part of a, one of the biggest things at the beginning of the book was you find out that his father was part of an invasion, the original invasion force um, to take over. And he posed as a superhero. And then when it was time to enact, uh, to bring forth his people and take over the planet. Bring forth my people. He killed all of the other superheroes that were that were his team. Damn. It was, that sounds like something I'd write. It was pretty bloody. It was very bloody. If you, I, I'm really excited to see what Kirkman's going to do. Um, I know that people will be like, uh, it's a crap. It's a, it's a cop out. It's like a soft reboot or some bullshit like that. But I have no idea what's going to happen. I don't know if this is all in Mark's mind or if it's really happening. You know what's funny? So I'm just really excited about what's going to happen. The reboot takes place next month, right? Uh, yes. Well, it, isn't it, this a nice little, um, I don't want to say nod or a slam, basically. That Marvel's getting rebooted in October. How funny that Kirkman picked October to start the reboot. Because he acknowledges it's a reboot. And as to where Marvel's like, no, it's not a reboot. I just think it's funny that that's the month it's coming out in. But I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it's just this weird alien thing. That I'll kinda... read it. I'll read the next one. Yeah, because I want to see what happens. Like, I mean, he. this is supposed to be the day that he first got his powers. So... We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I'm really excited for this series. Kirkman, if you're listening. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're knocking it out of the park, pal. So, Rich, since I spent a lot of time on this book. You did. I, I fell asleep somewhere in there, oh, too. Oh, hush. I really liked it. So, um, what book did you actually so, like? A book that I tolerated that actually is at the top of my pile this week. I actually like this book. I do. I like it. I mean, I like after, it. You, after you pitched a bitch that I was not reading it, <laughs> and then I started reading it and actually started liking it, you didn't like it. No, I, I like, liked what? it. No, I liked it. I just... it it. it if I had to pick one book this week, I bet this would be the one. So it's a Marvel book, of course. Age of Apocalypse, Secret Wars, number four, uh, $3.99 book. It has a lovely cover with a very thin, thin-waisted, but very large breast. And she's got a badonka donk going on. She got the Nicki Minaj I going think on. it's funny that Inferno, for Maddie's boobage, totally covered it. So half no under boob. Half under boob is not acceptable. No under boob. But tons of under cheek, under cheek is perfectly acceptable. In this new Marvel, they're trying to to push on people that look, we're more accepting of women and we don't you know no. Look at this cover. Yeah. Unnecessary. She's full on and then she has like a cape on and she's like pulling the cape around yeah, so you can I would like see to see any of the Marvel artists. She's got like do this pose. Like, like how are the garters staying up? Yes, I don't yes. know. Um, that's just the cover, people. I mean, if and if anything, it would be great if like Mister Sinister was like reaching behind and be like, yeah. Well, you got his giant hand. His hand is literally uh, bigger than her head. <laughs> so, it's written by. It's called Legacies. That's this week's. Uh, Fabian Nizenza is the writer. He is from 1990 something. 
<laughs> That's why it fits this book. <laughs> then we have an all new artist on this book because I think they're like, oh, Sandoval, come on, you need to go do uh, New Avengers. So probably. That's probably I, I'm thinking, what happened. Because we're getting a lot, if you noticed, yeah. we're getting a lot of brand new artists on all these like issue four and fives once yeah, again. Because they're going and doing the octopus. They got to do that. Yeah. Uh, so this gentleman's name, the artist is Iban Coelho. And the color artist is David Curiel. Letter is VCs Clayton Cowles. Um, so we learn who. So after that was the, quite a sigh, Rich. After the last issue, we learned that Apocalypse has unleashed the legacy virus. Dun dun dun. That is right. He believes, as I believe, that the fittest shall survive. Is it the fishiest? The f- no, we're not on RuPaul's Drag Race. The fittest. Uh, so. As we get to the end of the book, we learn that not everyone who believes the fittest should survive, survives. I thought that was a nice little twist at the end. Well, that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> really? There's some death in the book. Some people die. Some people blow up from the legacy virus. Uh, I love That was f- cool. I actually like this artist. Uh, oh, no. The artist, actually, I yeah, really liked. I like the People artist. are actually proportioned right. And yeah, I love Sandoval. Good. Sandoval actually brought the 90s, but this actually made it seem like... Well, Sandoval's a, is much more... His, his, his art is much more kinetic. And, and it's dynamic. much more like... Yeah, and it's like very uh, sharp angles, very... Um, Madura. Madura. Yeah, very Madura, very... Uh, well, that's Matsuda. the look of the 90s. Yeah. So, so it was good. Umbert Ramos. Yeah. But so seeing this art... Which a little bit more, which is a little bit more softer. Yeah, um, was a welcome change. Well, I really, I, hope that, I really hope that he gets more work because I thought his artwork was really strong. I agree. Some things that made no sense when Havoc walked in in the Havoc outfit that I was like, um, did he just go change? Because yes. yeah, he did. He, he realized changed. Yeah, he okay. was like, and I really like this iteration of Havoc. We finally get to see him be the 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 angry brother who's like. You know, Scott always was the coolest. Yeah. You know, and finally gets to act out. And then we found out we get to see the third Summer's brother. Yep. Who's yep. obviously older than the other two. Yep. Love it. Yep. Um, once again, you know, it was fun. It was fun. It just something about it did not. But what was the something that didn't that I didn't can, hit I you? couldn't. I, I don't know. It just. Something about it was just odd. I don't know. I did like how they re... So the whole thing about the Age of Apocalypse when the the first time it started was the reason why, you know, with Legion and going back in time and basically messed up the time stream by having his dad killed and Magneto moved on for it. And I liked how at the end, since he's married and that came out, like, okay, he's married to Emma Frost now. You know, I'm glad that she... The original Marvel girl. Yeah, she actually, you know, eased his mind in a time of death. I like that. Um, This probably was the best book I read this week. The end, the last page is just crazy. I kind of... You didn't see that coming because I was... No, I kind of did. Yeah? Because just because of how shady he was being... Um, so it was either between him or, uh, the furry guy, but I think the furry guy would have been much easier. Dark beast? I didn't want to spoil it. Well, who else would be furry? They don't know. It could have been Nightcrawler. Wolverine without a shirt on. It could have been Nightcrawler. It could have been Wolverine. There is a lot of furry X-Men. Did you not read Nightcrawler? He did. Yeah, I know that, but doesn't, that, that doesn't matter. I know. 
You know, Nightcrawler is like there's other, there's like four or five other Nightcrawler running around <laughs> Battleworld. Come on, you know, <laughs> this could be they could have shipped him in, you know, from from Martian or Martian uh, Mutant Town. Martian. I, know, I was thinking about an M, and I kept thinking about my favorite Martian. Damn you, game! Damn you, buzzer network. Buzzer. Yeah, because they had a question about my favorite Martian, and I was thinking about it, and how oh. like the '70s was really really weird. Yes, it was. Um, but having said that, I like this book. I'm, I'm happy that I started reading it. Um, it did make me miss all these books have made me really nostalgic, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, it just makes me hunger for the, uh, the last, um, extinction agenda book because I really want to see that. And I really hope that, uh, is on all of them. You know, it's funny. They all have to do, pretty much most of the mutant books have to do with some kind of virus that kills all the mutants. You notice that? Well, there's always viruses. The legacy virus is in now two books. and Yeah, this, and then like mutant pox and all uh-huh. that. We need to talk about that. We, we will. We seriously need to have a conversation. That's probably going to be a point five. Because you know, Frank thinks I'm like this... Con- this crazy conspiracy nut. I don't think you're that. I but think some I'm of your stuff is spot I the okay. more you look at things, we're not going to get into this now. I just want to say, I think there's some dark times ahead for mutants. No matter what Alex Alonzo or whatever you say his name says. I just think that um, Frank is right. You you are a weird com- conspiracy theorist, but <laughs> I do believe that about twenty percent of your theories are true. Or have some kind of truth to them. How the rest many? Is How many? About twenty percent. Oh, higher! Come on, we're on no, card sharks here. Higher. I think, I think higher, higher, higher. I watched card sharks the other day. It's oh so my, fun. I loved it so. And much. do you scream higher and lower? I do. I know. I so do. do I. It was great. The last, the last one I saw sidebar. It was this like really like tall black guy and this really short you know white girl and blonde hair and she's just like. Ah! She's like shaking her head. Was he a a a baseball player? No, he was a lawyer actually. Because we watched the one with a baseball player, and he he won. And again, he was against this blonde, and she was just dumb. No, this girl was going against the odds, but she won though. She went against the odds and won. She won. Good for her. So it was pretty good. So let's get to the books that um, I'll get you another book that I enjoyed. Yes, please. And even though that you did not enjoy, I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with this one. Because I cannot believe you enjoy that. I think you liked it because I didn't. I don't think so. I do. I I like it because I like the cartoon. I like the cartoon too. But your your main complaint was that it was the art. Oh, the, it was it was it's so not it's, a four dollar book art. No, this was no. Okay, so the book that we're going to review now that I actually liked and Rich didn't like was Voltron from the Ashes. Uh, first issue came out, Dynamite number one. Dynamite's the publisher, just so everyone knows. Yes, Dynamite is the publisher, three ninety nine. Um, the written by Cullen Bunn, who is a great writer. I love a lot of his stuff. And the illustrated by Blackie Shepard, mm. colored by Adriano Augusto, and lettered by Rob Steen. Um, That's Stein. That's Steen, S-T-E-E-N. Oh, Steen, yes. Yeah, Rob Steen. So anyway, how it starts, which I think is, what I thought was fantastic, is the evil mother of monsters, uh, monsters Hagar. Hagar the Horrible. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> anyway, she's trapped in some weird cocoon and she's... Oh, those are the... 
that's all the monsters come in them. I know, but I'm just I. Oh, I thought okay. it was kind of cool, but okay. I was just like, you never really see her in one. No, so that's what I like. I want to see. I, I want to see the story about how she got trapped in it. Yeah. But anyway, um, she's floating in space, having a really bad dream about the day uh, Voltron defeated them and crushed uh, the monsters, the um, the robeasts. And just you know, fell and and kicked ass and woo and uh, woo. Two, yeah. So so half the issue is retelling that last battle and this dream that Hagar is having, you know, as she's sleeping. Um, and then we, after that's over, we flash for we fast forward two years, two hundred years into the future, in which um, a new a new team is being <laughs> trained. Uh, to, to possibly take over the mantle of the Voltron. I force. think you have some Italian in you. So I'm using. I'm, oh I'm, my God! You are just. My arms are. Your flailing. arms are just flailing around. Oh my, you are oh my telling the story. I, I, you, you hit my hair. You hit my hair, and I work a lot of. Hard, I work really hard. Okay, on that my is hair. not Italian. I hate to tell you. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um. So yeah, we get to see this hothead brash, who's obviously going to be the leader of the group. Um, and he's like, they're they're testing their might to become. It's a uh, battle simulation, so they're all doing this, and they're trying to figure out how to how to beat all these robies because after you defeat one, two more show up. Blah blah blah. Then we go, and you find out it's all a training simulation because they're trying to find the next team. Just in for case. The Voltron. No, no, because Voltron fell. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, and so. They're, they have to keep training and practicing in yes. case the monsters come back. Yes. And this guy's like, no, you know, Voltron is, it's been 200 years. There ain't no monsters. It's Age of Peace. Voltron is not necessary. So after setting up that little piece of love, she we gets, get, she gets, she, she gets rescued. Uh, well, she doesn't get rescued. They, uh, the, they some, find her yeah, some floating. Some pirates find her. And I just can't wait because the, the, the head of the pirate was like growling at ship. her and she's like, she kind of gets up and she's all like, yes. <laughs> so I can't wait for her to like use her magic. And I think I'm actually going to buy this book number two. Like it, part of it really took me back to that fun. I, time. I wanted to read this. I like Colin Bunn's writing. Dynamite has some pretty good artists on their roster. And I opened the page up and I'm like, ooh, this looks rough. And as I read it, I slogged my way through because the art is so amateur. There's nothing professional. The faces just look wonky and people's proportions change. And It doesn't look that bad. It does. Look at this art and tell me that is quality. It's I not. <sighs> It's because you can't. If you can't say it, then it's not true. It is. It. it is you it, expect better for this book. Is it rough on some areas? Yes. Yes. That's is the layout good? I think the lo I think the layout is good. It does have backgrounds. You know, there are backgrounds in what's going on. Yes, the. Uh, yes, the um. The faces can be a little wonky in some. I, pictures I guess I was really angles. hard on this because I expected a little higher. I'll I'll try the number two to see if it gets better, but I don't know. I, we'll have to to let all you people know because. And don't then, know. I mean, it, is it a fairly unknown art uh, artist? I mean, he, this could be his first book too, you know. So he could be cutting his teeth with this book. Um, yeah. 
I mean, half the time it looks like someone told him, "Hey, you really can't tell that there are lions put on a body. Can you can you go in and add a little more dimension? Maybe some legs folded up." The whole thing when um, the green head goes flying, then something happens, and you're like, "I don't that that whole panel really makes no sense when he comes back." And next thing you know, he's just the the lion's head is stuck on his arm, and I'm like. No way did he actually convey what happened because I has, still have no clue. And that's what I mean by sometimes it just gets a little much. And I know I'm a little hard on people. And I'm grouchy today. so You are. And you are. Um, so, Rich, what other book <laughs> sucked this week? <laughs> so, so, yeah. No, please. I don't want to say that. I don't want to be negative. Which, you know, uh, I, I do want to talk about. Huh? Too late. Uh, I, no, I'm not. So I just want to say that a book we talk about a lot on the Geek Chat came out, the final issue of which Secret Identity. Which I think is bullshit. It is. It's, it's due to sales. Um, really? People didn't buy this book? Nope. What? Why? Nope. It, was, it, it, it comes down to sales, and that's what I mean. Mm. It comes down to sales. So Secret Identities, we're just going to do this real quick. It's by Image. It's three ninety nine book because it's, there's a lot in this. The story is by Brian Jones. Story edits by Jay Farber. Art by Elias Kyrieazis. Uh, colors by Ron Riley and letters by Ed Dukeshire. So basically, they had to take their first arc, finish it, and then cobble together a story of how they could end this because they did not have the next like three to four issues. Um, he said that the scripts for seven and eight were already written and they had an outline for nine. So they they just kind of put together the new material and they ended the book and they let you know what happens to everyone and how it ended. I'm not going to ruin this. I want you to buy this trade when it comes out. comes out in a couple weeks. Um, this is a well-done superhero story a team superhero story about secrets, about hidden lives. Who you can trust. And Yeah, it's all about who you can trust. Um, I'm really sad because this is one of those books that I tried to get people into and tried to get people into, and they read it. Um, I just really encourage every single listener out there to buy the trade. It is a great book. And I'm really sad that it ended because these are some good characters that didn't get time enough to be fleshed out and and i think with only seven issues you really couldn't tell you know where it's going i mean even though dc is not sticking to their 12 month commitments 12 issue 12 yeah. issue commitments but i really think that secret identity should have um i do think that it is hard for people to get into superheroes uh, mm-hmm. from from companies that are not marvel or dc um, and I think it takes time for books like this to really get their legs and get their fit, feet. I mean, hello. Footing. How many issues is Invincible? 120 something. Yeah. And, and I, I would love to see how those um, how the first uh, seven issues sold. You know, I think that'd be great to see. I can find all that out because I just this had a lot of was a lot of heart in this. A lot and, of potential and a lot of definitely a lot of potential. So. I am sad. Another book I want to talk about that almost hit the mark for me was Secret Six by DC. Uh, it's a two ninety nine book. It's written by Gail Simone. Gail Simone. The artist is Tom Derenick. 
Derwin. Colors, Jason Wright. Right. Letters, Wes Abbott. Abbott. Why are you repeating everything I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Because you actually got them all right. I did. Um, so this brings about what I feel is like one of the longest arcs ever in history. Because the book started last summer. What? When? I don't remember when this started. <laughs> it started like we're on issue six, but I think it started like 10, 11, 12 months ago. Because they had a delay, they had a delay, then they had two months of convergence, and then, oh, look, it's back, and oh, so this is the little book that could. And I think there are, people say they're Gail Simone fans, but I don't know how many actually purchase Gail Simone books. So I don't know how this book is doing with legs, but I'll tell you, if she keeps up the feel and the tone of this book, I'll continue to read it. Does it feel like old school? Yes. I got, you know, if it's one thing she can write, it's these characters. And I don't think she's letting the whole DCU now crap. I don't think she's letting that be a burden to her. I think she's saying, okay, well, since my characters that I created don't exist in the new 52, I can make them exist. And she's still writing them. They just don't have the great backstory like Ragdoll and Scandal who were in the last issue. Mm. Uh, so yeah. this one, we find out about Mockingbird. We find out what he wants and who had it and the whole thing with um, the Dig- Sue Dibney. Yeah, the Dibneys. The Dibneys. Um, Which I was happy to see them back. Well, yeah, you won't be once you finish it. Uh, we are left with a cliffhanger about uh, if one of the She's going to live, but oh, I just said a, a pronoun, but someone in it, something happens. Uh, yeah. So this almost hit the mark. I just, I wish they'd stick to an artist. I really wanted Dale Eaglesham on this book for more than, what was it? Two issues? An issue? I thought he was coming back. Yeah, this isn't him. He just did the cover. But I thought he was coming back. I don't know. I thought he was the regular artist for this. I did too. So he's not? I don't know. We'll find out next issue. I don't know. This is another book that I, I so wanted to read. I was waiting and I was like, oh. And then I read it and it just was, it It was almost there. Just almost again. But what was the what was the reason why it wasn't like a knockout? I don't want to say it live. You can say it. We should be honest. I'm not a fan of the artist. That's fine. He is. I let mean, me let me get this thing. straight. Like he, all this stuff is. See, that's the thing. All this stuff is subjective. I know. He so. is a. He's a. He's a, a. A good artist. He draws forms well. He is a very solid artist. I just didn't work for you. No, that's no. fine. Um, it's the same as the uh, book you love that's coming out next week, Justice League 3001. Uh, Howard Porter is a fine, fine artist. He just doesn't do it for you. He just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, and I, and I think that's one of the things. There's certain there's certain writers and certain characters that you overlook the art because you enjoy those characters and you enjoy how the how the uh, writer weaves tales for them. And I believe that's what Secret Six has. I think Secret Six has has really compelling characters and an art and a writer who who really cares about them. So. I'm I'm okay with you know sticking with the book through through an artist that that doesn't really do anything for me. Mm-hmm. You know that's kind of the thing with this stuff. You know, see art for me it, it it is a visual medium, and I think that's one of my biggest things. And it's funny we talk about art. Art is very subjective, like you said. There are artists out there like Frank Quitely, and you either love his work 
Or you hate it. Or you it. hate it. And people come in, you know, and they're like, oh, him. So I understand about art and I understand how we all have things we like. And for me, I just think I miss Dale Eaglesham on this book. Another example of this is uh, Marvel's um, Secret Wars Battle World book, um, House of M, uh, written by, oh, sorry, it's Marvel 299, written by Dennis Hopeless uh, and Cullen Bunn. The uh, artist is um, Ario Anadito. Again, a different artist from the previous two issues. Uh, the color art is by Matthew Wilson, and letter is by uh, VCs Joe. Car Cara Mangana. Yeah. Cara Cara Magna. Cara Magna. Cara Magna. Anyway. Um so here's a different artist, but I think this artist really gets it. His the art I think is fantastic. If I not agree. a little if there's certain spots that are a little bit cheesecakey, but yes. but I really I overlooked enjoyed, that. Yeah, I really liked this artist. I really liked like his layouts. I liked everything about this this artist and which is hilarious because the story is kind of like a um, like rich always says about this some of the stuff it was an afterthought and i have to agree you know i said that this so this is a book unlike the other one for me personally i really enjoy the hell of looking at this art the story with two writers crap i i do feel like this book was like hey we don't have a house of m book out Let's put it out. No, they're like, no, they were like, remember House of M? It was really big. Let's throw a book out there for it. Okay. Yeah. It, I just, this, I think, is one of the, it's on the bottom of the pile for me. And it's the direction of this book is very scattered. Yes. Uh, there's a double, double page spread. And where Scarlet Witch is using her powers, and it is beautiful. You know, the smirky faces, just everything about the artwork is, is really good about this and it's really conveying a lot of emotion. It's just too bad you don't care about the yeah, emotion. It's just, it's just the uh the, the, the writing of it just isn't as strong. This is a you know it's interesting how that happens. This they they took the story, so how I when I explain it to people is they're taking the stories that Marvel, you know, all the events, and they're putting a little spin on it. This I think the spin I don't think the spin worked for it because there was no, at least the other books kind of explain what's happened. This book we get dropped into. We don't know. He treats all the people like crap. And yeah, then it's, it's all, to, it's all, yeah, it's all told by um, people. So, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting device to, to use, but I don't know. I, again, I like the artwork. I do too. And the, and again, the story is kind of like, I hope Marvel uses him on some other projects too. I really do. I really do. Marvel. If you're listening, what's his name? Let's um, look. it's at the front. I've never heard of him. Ario and in ditto. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, see, and that's, that's something that is completely like the opposite of what was going on with secret six true which is funny very true you know and that's what and that's why i think is is why comics are so subject subjective because you have like three things working and you have to have three things working in tandem to have a really strong comic book well you i have think to have you a need a writer little... that cares no, no i think you have to have a writer that cares you have to have an artist that cares and you have to have uh characters that you know that that are compelling and you have to have a company that cares because uh... they can just throw shit out you have to have letters they got to do things 
that, the colorist. I, I understand. I know what you're saying too. You know, I, you have to have a production team that yes. cares. How about that? So let's talk about a book that we both rave about. That I have to say, I was not. So Gem has been a book that Desmond and I love, and mm-hmm. I highly. You know, if you want to read a great book, I highly recommend picking the trade out. Comes out middle of October. Buy it. So we got issue seven right on the heels of issue six, which came out last week that Des and I gushed about. Um, This one is written. It's part one of the new story art called Viral, written by Kelly Thompson, art by Emma Visali. I'm going to say I'm going to say colors by M. Victoria Robado and letters by Tom B. Long. Uh, It's a new artist. And while this artist does her best to maintain the look and feel of the characters, this is another book where the writing is top notch, even with the art that doesn't, it's not as, what word would you use? It's not as strong. Yeah, it's not. It's not as fantastical and just imaginative as the last artist. Uh, Sophie Campbell. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, it seems like this person, this person is doing a lot, um, is doing a uh, doing a homage to um, Sophie Campbell and putting you know her own spin to it, which is good. But it's just not, it's just not the same. No, it's there's hardly any panels with backgrounds. And I know you are a stickler for backgrounds. I am. Put something in there. The story, on the other hand, listeners, is amazing. We are introduced to Eric Raymond, the new manager who has big plans for the misfits. The misfits basically get reamed out because of what happened by their uh, managing company. You've got the little love triangle where, you know. One thing, though, what, was what? at the end of the last issue, did, did Kimba cut her hair and now she has long hair? That was something that, that I wasn't sure about because I thought that the at the last in the last issue when they had their 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 sold out show, it looked like um, Kimba had a whole new style and she had shaved just, her, and she had just, shaved her sides of her head and she had this kind of like faux hawk thing. Yeah, this is a wig. Let's just and go now with she that. has like long hair. So I was kind of like, no, yeah. because I really liked that look. Yeah, you know. And then when I saw her with her long hair, I was just like, hmm? so I don't know. I don't so know. So on the love front you know aja meets a boy so we've got a lot of stuff going on and the best thing about the whole book uh i'm not gonna ruin for you someone someone shows up but it is a but it is a strong i mean we will we will read jim we will support jim because of because of all else the the people the positivity of the book correct and the and and the writer and the company cares about it i mean it's iw it's <laughs> i never would have thought that a comic book about a cartoon and jim particularly would would just be this good and that's why i was disappointed with voltron because IDW uh, okay, okay. has been putting out okay. transformers and gi joe and but that's Gem. dynamite you know, they're two different companies. They are, but I guess I went I, when I I read Gem, of course, first, and then I read Voltron today for the podcast. And um, I again, it was just a little disappointing that they weren't putting an, enough 
enough enough towards these properties that they yeah, got? Yeah, IDW really gets some strong artists and writers and like we were talking production teams for these books and they're they're really good and you really like gi joe and transformers i love the transformer stuff yeah so hmm. i just think it's funny that when you when you you're looking forward to another property that's coming up in november 007 oh yeah so dynamite has the rights and they're going to be putting out brand new stories of james bond starting in november written by is it Warren Ellis? Warren Ellis. Ugh, I'm excited for that. Um, so we're gonna see how they do with that. Yeah, another property. Well, again, I, I well, uh, that's that's the problem because Cullen Bunn wrote Voltron. Yes, you know, and I'm just like, it, Warren Ellis is writing James Bond, but if the <laughs> art is not there, then it's gonna f- yes, it might flop. If the uh, if the art on something mm. that big has to be there. I agree. I agree because there's there's more that you're working with, you know, with with these properties. You know, you're you're working with nostalgia, you're working with what's come before, you're working with um But that's what makes gems so much fun is you have the but nostalgia, it, yeah. but it's pushing boundaries and going forward but with storylines. And it plays on that nostalgia. That's yeah. the thing that I like about it. Is it gem is that is that rare gem that has been able to kind of marry nostalgia with with the new to kind of push it forward into a new direction. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that you have to make James Bond gay or you have to make him black. I don't blue. want any of that. I just you want know, a well-told James correct. Bond story, you know, and, and, and yes, I think I like the story because it, it seemed uh, while I'm going back to um, Voltron. I think the reason why I liked Voltron was because it was that brash, you know, uh, upstart guy, you know who's the head of the team who has to learn humility so it's it's an age-old tale um but yeah i i have to agree with you i do wish the yard was definitely a little bit better although i think i'm just giving it a pass because i really like voltron so so a quick mention just a real quick mention of another book that that almost almost hit it for me this week was the infinity gauntlet what again i know i didn't want to read issue one because it was so boring but i gotta tell you when you get past that first issue each issue has been like jam-packed with fun so uh that's a testament to dustin weaver and jerry duggan and my and my convincing skills and your convincing skills uh you and a bunch of other people i'm really enjoying this book i like the fact that it's a family of novas yep and they fuck up like it's not the perfect team they all argue uh thanos is just an ass kicker in it drax Looks like a little wimpy Drax. It's so funny to see this version of Drax and not the over-muscled tattoo Drax. It's just, I don't know. I enjoyed this book, and the last page really did it. I was like, no. How does the artwork do it for you? Dustin Weaver is, I am shocked that they put him on this book because he's like an, an A-plus artist. And I just, it's, it's funny they put him on this book. I think it's great he's on this book. He adds so much to it. So he brings it to another dimension. Then? He does. I, I really liked it. I, I think that this is, again, how Marvel can tell well-told stories. And this doesn't feel this doesn't feel like an afterthought like House of M does. Like Infinity Gauntlet feels like they had a plan for it. Well, I think they did. You know, I, I just, you know, maybe it's one of those things where I think everything had a site plan. But I just think certain things got more um, time 
to plan than others. You know, you can't have everything, you know, planned out 100%. Yeah. Unfortunately. I, I mean, think they went too big. No, that could be it, too. I think the overreach was there. Um, so we're going to switch gears and go to DC because there was a book that I enjoyed that Rich did not like. I, I wouldn't say I didn't like it. You did not like it. I had some issues with it. <laughs> well, okay. No, so, you first right, tell them what the book fine, is. Fine. So it's Robin, son of the Batman. We got about four minutes. Okay, so we'll we can do quick. this. So it's number four. Uh, Robin, son of the Batman. Uh, totally unnecessary. So the book is unnecessary? No, that subtitle, Son, son of the of, Batman. We have please. to put it on there. You need to know who he's the son of. Oh. That way we can sell books. That's right, because Batman sells. He's the son so of Green it's, Lantern. It's written and penciled by uh, Patrick Gleason. Still an amazing... I, I didn't even know he wrote. I just mm-hmm. I love his art. And the inks were by Mick Gray. And the colors were by Jason Callis. Callis. And the letters was by Tom Napoletio. Napatano. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, Patrick Gleason really understands this character. He understands the motives of Rob of uh, Robin of Damien. I think he really I think he really enjoy I think he really, really enjoys Oh my god. I'm sorry. This guy walked by who looked just like M. Bison from from Street Fighter. That was he was, and the girl. They both. They're both cosplayers. Oh, that looks so cool. They were both like, cosplayers. I was drinking water. I'm like, oh my god. I totally thought that they were just like, you know, hey, we're just gonna walk around looking like. But no, they were cosplayers. They're I didn't cosplayers. Even see it. That was so cool. Anyway, um, Robin, son of the Batman. Um, if you don't know what's going on, uh, uh, Damian Wayne is. He had a year of his life when he was training with Ra's al Ghul and Talia, uh, where he was the year of the blood, year of blood, in which he had to do these different trials, like Hercules. You know. Trials and tribulations. Yeah. And so what he's doing is he is going back and he is correcting those mistakes. And he's using this year to do that. And and the person that is joining him is Nobody, the villain Nobody. If you read... Um, Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. Nobody was a guy who who uh, Damien killed, um, which put a wedge between him and and Bruce, uh, his father. And so his daughter, nobody's, nobody's daughter. daughter, is is his sidekick. Now the of. nobody. Yeah, until she's the nobody, and they're working together. Um, so she has an ulterior motive, but she's not really sure what's going on. Um, but she's helping him with this. We don't know why. What her ulterior motive is, and who 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 jumps in with a contract to kill him deathstroke right because we have to make sure people know who deathstroke is yes i felt that was totally forced i totally forced he was not needed that did not the only thing that advanced the story was the end when he said someone killed your father you should really try to find out who he is that's the only thing that advanced the plot i but i enjoyed seeing the fight scene between them i thought it was a very dynamic I want to see who hired him to kill Damien. I want to see what the contract was about. I like the fact that Damien um, paid him off. He was like, I ain't got time for this. Whoop. How much? Robin check. Get the fuck out of here. I was loved it. <laughs> I loved it. You know, he's just like, I ain't got like, to. I got time for this. I just like Damien's character. I think that um, Gleason understands that. I about agree. Him. I love And the art is beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, this was a great book until Deathstroke popped in. And I was I'm, like, oh. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm not. And I'm not because I, th- I feel like right now with Harley Quinn getting another set of books 
and they're just gonna make sure everyone knows and you know marvel does this too so i'm not playing favorites but yes there's a movie coming out yes we have to let people know who these characters are i just felt that was very forced into this i don't think so i think i think i was happy that he showed up i was happy that he showed up i was happy that him and damien had to fight i was happy that damien used his use something else than his fists to fight him so okay i'll give you that all right other than that i want to thank you guys again for tuning into the geek chat yeah. um we are right. remember we're, next week it's not going to be live it'll be memorex um, it will be memorex but we do want you to join us if you'd like and if not you can always wait until tuesday because it will be up uh after two o'clock and we around will, two o'clock we will be reviewing new books too and on that note Bye, all. Bye. Geek Shack. Geek Shack. Geek Shack. Geek Shack. Geek Shack.